Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. This is episode four. I'm your host, Nick. Thank you so much for listening today. Now, for today's topic, I'd like to discuss something that I feel is uh, pretty relevant in this modern day and age in America and much of the world, and that's clutter. Now, when you think of clutter, you know, you might just think that you know, it's, it's a mess, it can make things a little bit more disorganized, harder to find what I need to get to. But in reality, it actually does a lot more than that. And there's a lot of negative implications and consequences that can, that can come about from clutter. More specifically, some things that clutter does is it stresses us out, can reduce our focus, hurt our productivity, and generally leaving us feeling overwhelmed. And in the long run, it can actually create chronic restlessness, and in some cases, health issues, depression, etc. There's actually an article from Psychology Today that discusses some of the specific impact of clutter. And here's just a few of their main points. Clutter bombards our minds with excessive stimuli, causing our senses to work overtime on stimuli that aren't necessary or important. It distracts us by drawing our attention away from what our focus should be on. Clutter makes it more difficult to relax. It constantly signals to our brains that our work is never done. It can make us feel anxious because we're never sure what it's going to take to get through to the bottom of the pile, or even additional stress. And it can actually create feelings of guilt, thinking to yourself that, you know, I should be more organized. Or let's say that your house is a wreck and you want to have guests come over. It could be pretty embarrassing. You know, you may be even reluctant to have people come over to begin with. Um, And when it comes to creativity, it can be a huge inhibiting factor for creativity and productivity. Uh, Basically, by invading the open spaces, allow most people to think, brainstorm, and problem solve. And it can also be frustrating when you need to find something, but you can't, such as your keys, just because everything's so cluttered up and, you know, everything's in chaos. The interesting thing is that the Princeton University Neuroscience Institute actually performed a fairly exhaustive study on the cognitive impact of clutter a few years back. And I'm going to go ahead and quote something that they said from the study. It's jam-packed with uh, you know, scientific neuroscience jargon, but here it goes. Quote, Multiple stimuli present in the visual field at the same time compete for neural representation by mutually suppressing their evoked activity throughout the visual cortex, providing a neural correlate for the limited processing capacity of the visual system. Now, if you're not a neuroscience by trade, this basically means that when your environment is cluttered, the chaos makes it more difficult to focus. Clutter also makes it more tricky for our brain to process information, and it leaves us feeling overwhelmed, and we're more easily distracted, in other words. And this leads to two two main things, decreased performance and increased stress, neither of which are good on your personal life or for work, obviously. Now, the question is, why do we accumulate so much clutter? I would honestly say that America in many ways has become hyper-cluttered in the past 25 years. Um, I would say the main catalyst for this is probably just the consumerist culture that we live in. You know, we're taught to buy from an early age. Anytime we go to the mall, shop online, go to Walmart, 
There's deals, there's bargains. We just see stuff and we want it. Even if we had no intention of buying a particular item when we walked into the store, it's, you know, a lot of times we get up with these impulse buys, basically. So, and then you keep adding that up over months and years. We just keep collecting and accumulating. And before you know it, clutter's piling up. Um, and then, of course, there's another interesting thing. Most people find it extremely difficult to get rid of stuff. And this actually is, there's more of a scientific, this is more of a scientific phenomenon than you may think. In fact, I never actually knew about it before. Uh, I actually did some research and I found uh, some information about a, a study from Yale that uh, basically took a look at what happens to the brain when we try to get rid of things. And here's what they said. They said, researchers at Yale recently identified that two areas in your brain associated with pain, the anterior cingulate cortex and insula, light up in response to letting go of items you own and feel it connection towards. They basically looked at uh, brain imaging to determine, you know, this phenomenon. And the interesting thing here is that the same area that lights up whenever you're trying to get rid of something and let go is the same area of the brain that lights up when you feel physical pain from a paper cut or drinking coffee that's too hot. So in other words, your brain views the loss of your valued possessions as something that causes you actual physical pain which I, I honestly never knew that. I find that very interesting. So this makes sense why it's so hard for a lot of people to let things go, um, which is why, I mean, <laughs> you've seen the show, I'm sure a lot of you have seen the show Hoarders, where this gets taken to total extremes. Um, and, you know, the interesting thing is it's not just physical clutter in this day and age. It's, it could be digital clutter, too, that can impact our lives. Uh, you know, whether it's just having disorganized files on your computer too many bookmarks, your inbox is totally out of control, etc. Uh, there's, there's a lot of ways that our lives can be totally overcome with clutter. I think it's something that almost everybody deals with at some point. Which leads us to the final question here. How do we get control of clutter? How do we get rid of it? How do we stop it from overwhelming our lives? And, of course, that's kind of a loaded question because there really is no one-size-fits-all answer for that. But I have come up with a very, about as simple as a solution as you possibly can come up with. And it is as follows. You should ask yourself the following three questions about a particular item. Okay? Those three questions are, one, do you need it? Two, do you love it? Three, does it make you money? If it does not meet any three of those criteria, then go ahead and get rid of it. I know that's not easy to always do, but believe me, I've actually uh, I've been there a few years ago where you know I had a massive purge. I wanted to simplify my life, get rid of a lot of crap, and you know I stuck with that formula, which actually I heard that originally from a professional organizer, and I thought it was pretty good advice, and um, it definitely does work. And then I will tell you this. Once you start getting rid of things, it's an, extremely an ex ugh, it's an extremely liberating feeling, and it makes it a lot easier to get rid of more stuff, and it just kind of, it's a positive cycle at that point. Um, and, you know, really getting rid of your stuff not only positively impacts you, you know, you can, you can give it away to other people, help them out, give it away to charities, donate it to you know, your Goodwill, other thrift stores, 
Uh, there's all kinds of you know positive things you can do with it. And here's another thing I realize: it's it's not something that is a one-time thing. Uh, it requires what I what I call ongoing purges to keep the chaos, keep the clutter at bay. Um, it, and honestly, it's something that I personally try to do about every at least every six months, if not every you know three to four months, to just kind of keep things under control. Because you know, especially living in America, we have a knack for accumulating more stuff. We don't even think about it half the time. It's totally subconscious. You know, you pick something up here and there, and before you know it, you're drowning in clutter once more. So it's just something that you got to stay on top of. Uh, but, you know, the more you get in the habit of purging, uh, you become more conscious of it, and it gets easier to do, basically. Um, and also, I'm, me personally, I'm a huge proponent of minimalism. Uh, it's, it's really helped me simplify my life and just, you know, uh, kind of change my values, realign my my values on things and, and what I really need and what's really not necessary. And also, I, I, I've come to the point now where instead of spending my money on just acquiring more crap, I use it on, you know, experiences like travel, food, you know, just adventure, going out there and soaking up experiences rather than just, you know, buying a new PlayStation 4 or, a, you know, 65-inch TV. Not that there's an issue with having a few nice things, but you don't want that to be, like, your core reason for living. Anyways, that's all I had to say here today. I thought the uh, topic of clutter is something that we can really apply to. A lot of people can apply their lives here in uh, our modern era. So that'll do it. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.